This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey, hey there. Welcome back to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Today we're in episode 12 and we're talking about the ideal book length for your book as an author entrepreneur. Before we get into the nitty gritty in this episode, let me just say this. Short is the new long. And actually this episode is probably going to be short. So short is the new long for this podcast episode too. But short is the new long for your book. And I'm actually saying it with quotation marks around it because I did not coin that phrase. A big higher up at Barnes & Noble actually actually did. You see, one of my clients who I helped get a book deal ended up on a private call with an executive from Barnes & Noble about what it takes to get a physical book in stores, and that's exactly what he said. Quote, short is the new long. Consumers or readers, they want short. Our attention spans have waned. We all know that. Thank you so much, social media and TikTok and Instagram reels. Uh, But because of that, book retailers want short too. Short is where the entire book industry is going. And actually, if you look at statistics, book sales have actually gone up, but book readership has gone down. And we'll actually get into how that can be as we get further in this short episode. But with all that being said, your ideal book length is even shorter than what a Barnes & Noble ideal length book would be. And you're self-publishing your book, which gives you so much freedom to truly give what your audience needs and wants. And remember, your book is just the beginning. This is important to keep in mind as the entire goal of your book as an author entrepreneur is to serve your reader while also enticing her back to your business and your main products and services. You want to think of your book as the starting line, not the finish. This is very different than an author who doesn't have a business on the back end, whose entire goal is to get you to buy her book because that's how she gets paid, right? So think about the mindset of that. Everything she does in her world is to get you back to her book. But That's because that's her end. That's her finish line. But you are the opposite. You're the author entrepreneur. Your book starts the buying relationship with your reader. This is the first thing she's going to buy from you. This is like the top of the funnel, as we call it. Your book is the starting line for fingers crossed, a marathon long relationship with you and your amazing future client or customer. So you want your reader to not just purchase your book, but to read it and to finish it. (laughs) You know, like I just mentioned, statistically, more people are buying books, so books certainly aren't dead. The industry is certainly not dead. It's being shown as growing, right? But less people are actually reading. Statistics say that over 63% of books that are started aren't even finished. So the majority of books that people actually pick up and start to read, like that's not even taken into account the books that aren't read. (laughs) But the books that are actually started, 63% of them aren't actually finished. And if we look at that, the average stopping point is around the 30%-ish mark. 
So this is actually a really amazing opportunity for you because you're building something out that's so much easier to read and digest and consume and get through because you're building out something that's short, that's something that the reader wants so that they don't stop 30% of the win and they do become that tiny percentage that's actually finishing and they're even that much more excited about you and your work and what you have to offer. Because I always tell my clients, the end of your book is your business bridge back to you and your offers. And it's easier to finish a shorter book versus an encyclopedia length one. Am I right? So now that you know that short is the new long, let's talk about numbers. How long should your book actually be? Actual numbers here. In my opinion, the sweet spot for your book that is concise and easily digestible for the reader, yet still valuable and helpful, is around 20,000 words. Let me say that again. The sweet spot is around 20,000 words. So the next question I always get when I share that 20,000 word number is, well, how long actually is that? (laughs) Someone will say, how many pages am I writing when I'm inside of Microsoft Word or Google Docs? Now that can really vary, right? And it really depends on like the font size and the spacing and all that sort of thing. But you should be utilizing the tools that are inside whatever document you're using to type up your manuscript. I like to use Google Docs, so you just go up to tools and then you can click on word count. Pretty simple, right? Now, the more important question to be asking is how many pages is a printed book that has 20,000 words? And that is pretty variable as well, right? There's lots of variables that come into play here, but just to share with you actual examples, my book, She Creates the Way, was just under 18,000 words, and it was printed at 150 pages. Now, that was very strategic. My book could have easily been 100, but I wanted it to feel a little bit bigger, but still be short when you're reading it. So when we think about the variables that come into play with how long the printed paperback version of your book is going to be, most of it comes from interior formatting. Things like the font type you use, the font size, your margins, the number of chapters or sections you have, right? Because every time you do a next chapter, it pushes a new page into the book. So if you have more chapters, it's going to be more blank pages between the chapters versus less. And then, of course, page breaks and line spacing and paragraph spacing. But book dimensions play into this as well. So when you're looking at the actual size of your book, mine was 5.5 by 8.5, which is what I usually recommend. It's a the average size book for a business building book. So like I mentioned, mine was 18,000 words, was just under 150 pages, but that was strategic. It was very spaced out. I had larger margins, larger font, more paragraphs and line spacing, and I wanted it to feel like a 150-page book. That was my goal, but I wanted it to be an easier read. So I created exactly what I envisioned. And in the end, the shorter length of my book is one of the main compliments I get. I actually leafed through some of the flagged, or I should say saved posts that people had posted for my book in the past so that I could share with you some of the compliments that I had received. Um, One of them was someone had shared a picture of my book and they said, I'm already halfway through. And I know how easy it is to get already halfway through because again, 
it was very strategic for me to have a shorter length book. Uh, someone else said, I'm so happy to have binged this book on the weekend. And then someone else said, I threw this in my purse for on the go inspo. You know, not that long ago, I received a critical review on Amazon that really criticized the shorter length. And uh, by the way, guys, I don't usually read my Amazon reviews. I strategically stay out of them because I am a perfectionist people pleaser. And if you are one of those like I am, you know what it's like to always want everyone to love you and accept you and to get anything that I feel like might be negative always like hits me harder than it probably should. And I remember after I read that, I thought, okay, well, how can I bulk up my book? Maybe I'll release a better, newer edition that's longer. And I, I thought about it for a couple of weeks before I was like, Jessica, you're being silly. Okay. I had to remind myself that I want it to be short. Everyone compliments me on how it's short. And again, as I just shared with you, short is the new long. <laughs> so as I think about my next book and as you think about your book that you're going to write as an author entrepreneur, I'm working on my next book, which is funny enough, tentatively going to be called Author Entrepreneur. I actually want that to be shorter and even more concise than She Creates the Way because I want my reader to be able to finish my book in one day if she gets excited about it. I want her to enjoy the heck out of it, heck out of it to be able to take action immediately and then to be able to turn to me for next steps and possibly work with me on a deeper level. So I'm aiming for 15,000 words-ish, but you know I've seen even shorter business building books that start around 10,000. Now, I personally wouldn't advise shorter than that because you need at least 10,000 words to build that connection. But again, anything in that range is where you want to be. Now, a really quick note on short length in your printed paperback book. A book needs to be at least 100 pages to have a title on the spine. Otherwise, the spine is blank. So when you're when you're working through KDP and you're having your book printed out through the KDP Amazon printing, maybe you don't care about having a printed spine. You know, in my work with other authors, I think I've had at least two that had a spineless book. It has a spine, but it's just not printed with a title on on the spine itself. And usually if an author is around that, we'll try and push it longer. And that's relatively easy. If it's close, you can do what I did with my book, which is where you kind of beef up the interior formatting, you beef up the margins or the font or the spacing so that you can get yourself over that 100 pages to get that printed spine. Just something to keep in mind. Again, that may not be important to you, I've heard other people say in my industry, think of your book as a business card. I actually think that's not enough because when I'm thinking about what you want your book to do, you want it to not just be here's what I do for a living, but it's here's what I solve and here's how I can help. So I think it needs to be a little bit longer than just thinking of it as a business card. But again, that 20,000 words really is a sweet spot because it gives someone just enough of you and what you have and what you share and your stories and your struggles to truly connect with you. So if we recap for this episode, short is the new long. And remember, your book is just the beginning. This is important to keep in mind because again, your entire goal of your book as an author entrepreneur is to serve your reader while also enticing her back to your business and your main products and services. That's all I have for you today. And remember, when you write your story, you change the world. 
Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You listen to the podcast, now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book, and if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at jessicadebry.co slash book and make sure to download your free Jumpstart Your Journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you.